Do you want to go down to a 40-hour week without losing revenue? If you're ready to let go of all the extra hours, the stress, the overwhelm, and the clients who hijack your time, consider my signature program, Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind. In it, we'll get your accounting practice under control. We'll fix your pricing problems. I'll show you ways to price so you stop giving away the farm so you bring in more revenue for the work you're already doing. I'll help you disengage the clients who are good people but are holding your business back and slowing you down. I'll help you package up your services and design them so they're easy for your clients to understand and choose from while helping you simplify and standardize what you sell. And we'll focus on making your messaging more interesting and compelling so you attract more of the kinds of clients you want to work with and break out of the hodgepodge of referrals trap. We get your prices up, we get your workload down. We standardize, we simplify, we streamline. And we do this at a pace that feels doable, where you feel confident in every choice you make. Prices up, workload down. Registration is open now. We start Tuesday, May 7th. Come with us. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to find out more. Welcome to the Business Strategy for CPAs podcast, where I help overworked CPAs go down to 40 hours and then down to 25 hours without giving up revenue. My name is Geraldine Carter. Today, I want to talk about the hourly mindset compared to the end result mindset. So what am I even talking about? Hourly is both a pricing tool and a mindset. As a pricing tool, in air quotes, because it's not quite really a pricing tool, but anyways, hourly creates a price based on the time that is input. As a mindset, hourly creates and binds the accountant to working long hours. And the problem is that if an accountant shifts from hourly billing to flat rate pricing without shifting their mindset, they may impart upon themselves additional and unnecessary suffering. It can be hard to shift out of the mentality of your time, your effort, your work being valuable into the end result mindset where it's the end result that is the thing that is valuable. Most of us grew up getting paid by the hour for the time we put in. Then we got salary jobs, We got paid by the year to show up and do work. But when you make the transition to being a business owner, it requires letting go of time and work altogether as the thing that you get paid for. And it requires getting into thinking about the one thing that your client cares about, their desired end result. The more this concept sinks in, the more money you will make with less effort. Without this concept, you're likely to work a lot more hours than are necessary in order to create the revenue you want. It's not just the pricing tool. It's also the mindset. So that you can see this at arm's length, I want to use an entirely different example than doing accounting and tax-related work. And that example is solving a Rubik's Cube. A few months ago, I decided I was going to learn how to solve a Rubik's Cube. My 11-year-old nephew could do it, and I thought, if he can do it, surely I must be able to do it. 
I've had one for almost 40 years and never known how to solve it. So I got the booklet, I sat down by the fire, I read the instructions, and four hours later, with lots of swearing, I had it solved. Now, let's pretend like there's a business case for buying a solved Rubik's Cube. Let's say there is an ideal buyer who values a solved Rubik's Cube. Let's say I sell Rubik's Cube solving for 250 bucks an hour. Let's say I bill hourly for Rubik's Cube solving. That first time I would have billed a client $1,000. And I would have thought, wow, this is sweet. I can solve Rubik's Cubes all day and I get paid two grand a day just for sitting here solving two cubes a day. This is awesome. I love this. And I could keep going like that, working four days a week, two cubes a day. Fridays are for catch up and admin, billing clients, chasing AR for clients who haven't paid me, even though I handed them their Rubik's Cube, all nice and solved, those ingrates. And cleaning up mistakes because sometimes in low light, the white looks like yellow. And if I swapped a yellow for a white, I can't just go back and swap out the pieces. No, no, no. I have to start from the beginning because it all starts with solving the white first. So if I swapped a yellow for a white, I got to go back and start all over just to swap two pieces. So Fridays are for ketchup. So anyways, I get eight done a week, a thousand bucks a pop, 50 weeks a year, $400,000. It's not too shabby. The only problem is in this example, I'm tied to working 40 hours a week, 32 hours of cube solving and eight hours of admin and cleanup. And if I want to go on vacation, the minute I go on vacation, I'm not solving cubes by the hour unless I stash them in my beach duffel or squeeze a few in when I'm on my walking tour of Barcelona. So I come home to less money and a pile of backlogged cubes sitting there waiting, plus a bunch of emails from my clients who are like, hey, where's my Rubik's Cube? I have a Rubik's Cube emergency. It's kind of stressful and there's a lot of pressure. Now, what are some of the problems with this model? Number one, with an hourly mindset, I allow distractions. While I'm getting paid by the hour to solve a Rubik's Cube and thinking of ways to make more money solving Rubik's Cubes because 400K of revenue is a plateau that I've gotten stuck at and I can't break through, I notice that if I allow myself to get distracted, it goes a little bit slower. So I allow myself to get distracted by my cat jumping in my lap or letting text messages come in or questions from my kids. For me, solving a Rubik's Cube takes a good deal of focus. And the minute I lose my focus, where I am in the sequence, it totally breaks where I am in the algorithm in my head and I lose my place and I don't know where I am anymore and I'm toast. I have to stop and I have to start all over. If I was getting paid by the hour, my incentive would be to allow the cat to stay in the room, keep my cell phone dingers on and let my kids wander freely and interrupt me as they wish. The more I get interrupted and the more I get distracted, the longer it takes and the longer it takes, the more I get paid. So problem number one with the hourly mindset is that I allow distractions. Problem number two with the hourly mindset is that I don't seek efficiencies. Because if I sought efficiencies and I got faster, I'd make less money for the very same solved Rubik's Cube. So Rubik's Cube solving efficiencies might include memorizing the algorithm, understanding that mistake that I often make when I spin the third corner, buying a newer, faster cube whose layers I can spin more easily, or even buying the latest Bluetooth Wi-Fi enabled cube that lights up from the middle and teaches you how to be a faster solver. 
If I did any of those things, I'd solve my cube faster and I would make less money for the same solved Rubik's cube. So problem number two with the hourly mindset is that I don't seek efficiencies. And the third problem with the hourly mindset is that I don't take the time to understand where the value is to my buyer who is buying a solved Rubik's cube. I have no incentive to understand why the buyer even wants a solved Rubik's cube or what it's for because that's not billable time. If he just wants me to spin layers and corners by the hour, then I better get started spinning layers and corners. I don't ask why he wants me of all people to do this. Why me? There are 100 seventh graders right around the corner who could do this for way less. I don't ask why now? Why not just wait six months and see if your desire for a solved Rubik's cube just goes away or maybe the problem resolves itself? And I don't ask why in this manner? Why not just leave a few of these on the tables at Starbucks and just let the crowd who passes through solve them. Surely there's a latte drinker who knows how to solve a Rubik's Cube and is gonna sit there and solve it while they drink their latte. Why not just peel the stickers? Why not just get the booklet and solve it yourself? I mean, it's only eight turns and 147 moves. It's so easy, monkeys could solve a Rubik's Cube. So why not just get a monkey? Or why not just have AI do it? I mean, surely ChatGPT could figure this out. In the absence of knowing why this is valuable to my buyer, I just get started doing work, spinning layers and corners without understanding the value of the desired end result and why my buyer even wants a solved Rubik's cube in the first place. In an hourly mindset, I welcome distractions, I don't seek efficiencies, and I don't understand the value of the desired end result to the client. Now, let's go to actual dollars. Let's say, I was billing 250 bucks an hour to solve the cube and it took four hours. So I billed $1,000. Then let's say I got better at solving the cube and I could solve it in an hour. Now I'm only getting paid 250 bucks. Whereas a month ago I got paid $1,000 for the very same thing. Another month goes by, I'm even faster. I no longer need the booklet and I can solve my cube in seven minutes. Now I'm billing 28 bucks for a solved Rubik's cube. And one more month goes by and I really nail down a few key spins and I recognize the L pattern more readily. Now I can solve my Rubik's Cube in three minutes and I bill $12. When I was a beginner, I got paid a grand to solve a cube. And now that I'm pretty good and I can do it in three minutes, I would get paid 12 bucks. And even if I raised my hourly rate, even if I doubled my rate, to a whopping 500 bucks an hour, I'd still only get paid 25 bucks to solve a Rubik's Cube in three minutes. So, beginner Geraldine, who used to take four hours to solve a cube, compared to expert Geraldine, who can solve a cube in three minutes, even when expert Geraldine doubles her hourly rate, beginner Geraldine would still make 40 times more than expert Geraldine. This is the lunacy of hourly billing, that the seller is incentivized to allow distractions, to not seek efficiencies, and not understand the value of the desired end result. The Rubik's Cube solver who says to their buyer, hey, it's a thousand bucks for a solved Rubik's Cube. The buyer says, okay, cool. That seller is incentivized to 
create a distraction-free zone. Lock out the cat, tell the kids I'm out of pocket for 10 minutes and silence my phone and get a faster cube. She's incentivized to seek efficiencies, to make two spins in one move, to put five cubes on the table and solve them serially, one at a time, rather than pick up, put down, open, close, rather than in parallel. And she's incentivized to get a low friction, faster spinning cube. And she's incentivized to get the solved cube back to her client as quickly as possible with the least amount of effort, the least amount of friction, and the least amount of hassle on the client's part to make it a better experience for the client. Now let's talk about life in general and how the business of solving a Rubik's Cube would fit into one's life. Let's imagine it like this. Now that I can solve a Rubik's Cube in three minutes, and let's just say that I want my revenue to be 400K, I would need to solve 400 cubes a year, and if it takes three minutes each, that's 1,200 minutes, which is 20 hours all told. This is a completely different way of going about the business compared to two cubes a day, eight cubes a week, 32 hours a week of cube solving and another eight hours of cleanup and admin. And it changes when the focus is on the desired end result for an established price. The seller focuses on ways to get that result created faster for the same established price. When you orient what you sell in your accounting firm around your client's desired end result and you get that desired end result for them faster and you make it a better experience for them, you create more value and you do it at an established price and you do it in less time. And it gets easier for you to do the very same thing with less effort. At the top, I said that hourly billing is both a pricing tool and a mindset, and that it's not enough to simply change the pricing tool alone, that you also need to change the mindset or you'll get hosed. You can tell if you might still have vestiges of an hourly mindset if you are allowing and tolerating distractions, if you don't allocate time specifically for seeking efficiencies, if you're not crystal clear on the value of the desired end result for your client. And you can tell if you're shifting into an end result mindset, if you're ruthless about stamping out distractions, if you're merciless about optimizing systems, and if you know down to the atom, the value of your client's desired end result. When you orient your accounting firm around your client's desired end result, it's better for your clients, it's better for your accounting practice, it's better for you and your life on your one trip through space. Have an amazing day. I'll see you next week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk. In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Registration is open now, but it won't be for long. Go to GeraldineCarter.com now to enroll today.